Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too as it all massively helps out our channel. I know I say it every time, but it really does. So click that like button. <laughs> and just thank you for spending 20 minutes out of your day with me. Listening to a story or two means the absolute world. And with that being said, let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for showing my daughter the text her fiance sent me? I'm a widower with two 23-year-old biological daughter, 17-year-old stepson, Adam. My late wife passed away two years ago, leaving me to care for Adam. Disabled, wheelchair-bound, his sister loves him. She always visits and checks in on him. Her fiancé Mike and I don't get along because of how he behaves around us. Unlike us, Mike comes from a prosperous family. They always tend to show off what they have. Mike treats my daughter well, but acts as if me and the family were less than. He doesn't eat nor drink anything at my house. He and his mum make comments about our living space and constantly brag about what his family has. My daughter was visiting and said she wanted me and her brother to be at the wedding to share her day. The day I received the invitation, Mike called and expressed how he and the family weren't thinking Adam's presence at his sister's wedding was necessary. He went on about his family's upper-class guests and how Adam's presence would feel out of place and suggested I come alone. I told him my daughter said she wanted Adam there, but he kept coming up with suggestions till we started arguing. I checked with my daughter to clear any misunderstanding. Mike then said Adam could come. I then got a text from him talking about it's his wedding, so I needed to stop sticking my nose where it doesn't belong. He mentioned my son isn't technically family anyway, so it wouldn't matter if he's uninvited, claiming I was trying to be mean on purpose to make it hard because I don't like him. He finished by saying that that's my fair warning and that if I chose to make my son's presence at the wedding my hill to die, then I just signed away any rights to any future grandchildren he and my daughter will have. That was it. He kept calling, but I blocked him. I invited my daughter to my home to tell her I won't attend if my son won't. She asked me what happened. I showed her the text Mike sent me. She was shocked, said nothing, just took a picture of it and left. My sisters came the next day saying that the wedding was off after a huge argument between Mike and my daughter because of me. Argued that I created this problem when I told my daughter the text. I could have respected the groom's rules since it's his wedding, but I was being controlling, not wanting my daughter to be happy. Went on about Mike being high class, a man with salary, his own house and car. More relatives were saying they would have had someone watch Adam if this was the issue, but it wasn't. They claimed it was then because of my resentment towards Mike. Absolutely not the asshole in this situation. I think you did what any parent would do because you just literally saved your daughter from going into a toxic marriage of a person who's an ableist asshole. 
And who knows what would have happened if their relationship was allowed to continue the way it did. Would he have started acting this way towards your daughter at the same time? So I think you 100% you did the right thing in my opinion. But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. And we'll start off with Bad B Crow saying, not the arsehole, you saved your daughter from getting married to an ableist bigot. It was much better for her to find out what he's really like now than after they're bound together by legal paperwork. And Anthea Brainhook says, not the arsehole, the wedding is not off because of you. It's off because of Mike's snobbishness and ableism. You know the old thing about how you can tell a person's true self by their treatment of waitstaff and cashiers? It applies equally well here. Your daughter deserved to know what her fiancé was saying. She might not be happy right now, but your daughter dodged a bullet and you're the one who yelled at her to duck. And IC says, not the arsehole, the wedding is off because your daughter realized if her fiance was willing to treat her brother this way, then he wasn't the type of man she wanted to spend her life with. Tell your gold digging sisters that Mike is now single. They can chase after him if his assets are so important, but you have a family that cares for each other and that's all you need. And every day I'm cuddling says, <laughs> not the arsehole, it's also a red flag. She took a photo of the message because she felt that her word on having seen it would be changed so much. Like your daughter just found out who her fiance really is. And thanks to you, it was before she got married. And Macaroni Rascal 42 says, not the arsehole, Mike is an awful person and you did right by your daughter. Anybody complaining about this is shallow and materialistic. As if just because someone has money, they're deserving of endless forgiveness. Completely ridiculous. Your daughter dodged a giant bullet. Mike showed his ass as a terrible controlling arsehole. Ultimately, it was your daughter's decision. You gave her information that was incredibly pertinent to her and her life. You're a good parent. Mike played a stupid game and he won a stupid prize. Classic phrase. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and what would you do in it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Forsaken Succotash. Am I the arsehole for not covering my scars despite knowing how they affect my stepsister? Can I give the verdict now? Is it not the arsehole, I think? So I, 17 male, have a large burn scar on my arm and shoulder. It covers my whole upper arm and shoulder and some of my lower arm. It was from an accident a few years ago. The past few days have been really hot where I live, so I've either been wearing short sleeves or I've been rolling up my sleeves. And today, my stepsister, 20 female, came to visit our dad. I walked into the kitchen wearing shorts and a hoodie with sleeves rolled up. When my sister was younger and she was living with her mum, the house next to hers caught on fire. The houses were attached and the house also caught fire, but they got out and were fine. But still, it was a very traumatic experience for her. She can't go near fire or she'll freak out, understandably so. She saw my scars and told me to roll my sleeves down. I told her no. She told me that I know about her history with fire and that I should be more considerate. I told her that she should be more considerate considering it's my fucking body. She called me a dick for using the whole my body, my rules thing and that she just asked me to roll down my sleeves. I grabbed the drink from the fridge and went back upstairs. Thinking back on it, I kind of feel like the asshole. I know how fire and fire related things affect her and rolling my sleeves down wouldn't have been that hard. So am I the arsehole. Edit, I've had a few people come into my DMs asking about my accident. I know you guys mean well and just want all the info, but it's something that is really hard for me to talk about. So I'd appreciate it if you could not ask me those kind of questions. 
Now, firstly, I do have some sort of sympathy towards stepsister. Anyone that's had something traumatic to them that, that gives them flashbacks and things like that is obviously an awful thing to have. And I do hope that they are getting therapy for it. But I, I can't believe stepsister doesn't have empathy towards a stepbrother for someone who is actually burned, who's actually got the burn scars and from what they've been through because they've clearly been through it as well and you'd have thought that they've that they have some empathy towards that person as well i just don't get it and op was totally right it's their body and their rules i'm sure this person wouldn't go out in the street and ask someone to cover up their scars so clearly stepsister does need some kind of therapy to help herself through this because she's going to see people with scars out in the street and it's just life you know so she needs to deal with this in in a healthier way so OP is definitely not the arsehole to me in this situation, but let's check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start off with Macaroni Rascal 42 saying, not the arsehole, you are completely correct. Your body, your rules. She asking you to be uncomfortable for the sake of her comfort, which is not okay. And Al Gran Ricardo says, not the arsehole, she's traumatized over a near miss, but has no consideration for someone who wasn't that fortunate. Time for Miss Thing to grow up. And the Kelsey 21 says, not the arsehole, it's your damn body. You have also been scarred literally by fire. You should not be made to feel ashamed of it. And Spicy Chick 45 says, not the arsehole. I hope she's going to therapy and getting help. Your family shouldn't rely on you covering up to make her feel better. And Jimba Jomba says, not the arsehole, she's the arsehole. You've been actually scarred by the thing she's now afraid of. She should bond over it with you. Instead, there's some weird ass power struggle she's playing. Tell her to back the fuck up. If your mother and father intervene, stand by your guns. No pun intended. And Puppy Gito says, Not the arsehole. I have very noticeable scars on my face. And if someone ever asked me to cover them because it gave them trauma, I'd laugh in their face and tell them to F off. Your trauma from actually being burned trumps her trauma for coming through a fire unscathed. She deserves no consideration for a ridiculous request. The scars are a part of you. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Call Me Mr. Basil. Am I the arsehole for telling my depressed friend her food isn't actually healthy? I, 19 female, share a dorm with my roommate, Carmen, 19 female. We have a mini fridge in our room and share a kitchen with the rest of the floor. Usually Carmen and I would go to the cafeteria to pick our meals together. But for the past month, she'd been going through a bit of a depressive episode. So I've been getting her meals for her. She usually just asks me to get her snacks. She tells me to just get whatever. So I try to pick the healthiest options so that she isn't living off of a diet of junk food. About a week ago, someone bought a massive bottle of balsamic glaze for the kitchen. Carmen's favorite food is bruschetta. So I bought cherry tomatoes, basil, and some mini bocciacini for us. Not sure if I pronounced that one right. <laughs> Since then, she's been eating a sort of deconstructed version of it, where she just puts cherry tomatoes on bocciacini in a bowl, uses the balsamic glaze as a dressing, and eats it with a fork, kind of like a salad. I wasn't going to say anything because I was glad she was making her own food again and eating something other than snacks. But she's eaten it for all three meals for the past week, which is a bit concerning because you obviously miss out on important food groups and nutrients if you eat the same thing all the time. Yesterday morning, I suggested we make omelette wraps. Carmen said she was gonna have her bruschetta, so I offered to dice up some tomatoes and bocciacini and add it to hers. She said no, she wanted to eat her bruschetta because it's healthier and she doesn't want to eat much fried food. I told her I could use less butter or see if margarine was in the kitchen, but she said no. Then she said, I thought you were trying to keep us healthy, which is what I'm doing. I replied and said, it's not really, but I won't push it. 
She got kind of quiet and took a nap for the rest of the morning. When I came back from picking up our lunches, she refused to talk to me. I asked some mutual friends if she had said anything to them and they said she was angry with me for looking down on her and implying she was eating unhealthy foods all the time. Apparently, she called me stuck up and a self-righteous asshole and said I didn't understand what it's like to be living with a mental illness. I have OCD and ADHD, so I have major struggles with executive function and I know depression is much different, so I don't disagree that I can't fully understand what she's going through. I've tried talking to her, but she won't respond or just says she doesn't want to hear anything I have to say. I feel so guilty for making her feel bad, but at the same time, I think she's making a big deal out of something that isn't that serious. I know she's got a lot going on right now and most likely didn't really mean what she said, but I can't say that it didn't hurt to hear our friends repeat it back. I would just like some unbiased insight into this whole situation. And we're gonna start straight away with Darth Credent saying, I don't know that anyone is an asshole here, but if you are suggesting going with margarine instead of butter to make things healthier, then I'm going to say that you don't have much standing to say whether or not something is healthy. A Capri salad, which is what she is eating, is generally considered to be a pretty healthy meal. I think I'm gonna go with you're the asshole because you are pushing your idea of nutrition, which doesn't seem to be right. Then OP replied to this saying, I don't necessarily think replacing butter does anything at all to make foods healthier, but I made the suggestion because she mentioned fried food and I thought that might be what she was thinking of. Also, as far as I know, Capri salad is usually served as a side dish rather than a full meal, but I'm not arguing with you or anything. I really just want her to be okay. And Baby Blue Dixie says, you're the asshole. I understand you have her best interests in mind, so I'm not saying you're a terrible person. I'm someone who went through a severe depression. At one point, I was eating absolutely nothing except real junk, ice cream, cookies, cakes, chips, and absolutely nothing of nutritional value. I had to discover it all for myself, how horrible my body felt. I'd gotten a tattoo and lazy eye surgery within a few months of one another. Neither one healed well. The tattoo became a gooey, infected mess, and I nearly went blind from the LASIK surgery, which is typically a simple procedure. I found out that even though I was overweight at the time, I was extremely malnourished. It took me a long time to adjust my eating. Give her space. At least she isn't living on chocolate. She isn't eating balanced meals, but at least she is eating food with some nutritional value. A lot of people seem to believe eating salads, or in this case, a version of bruschetta alone will be nutritious enough. Obviously, you need more of a variety. Don't concern yourself with how others choose to eat. She should see a doctor or a counselor, but you don't have to play that role for her. Be a support system for her, but don't push. Your intentions are there, but until she is ready, you can only support and not insist. And that is one of my favorite things about the subreddit when we go into the comments is about hearing people who can relate to these issues and have been through it themselves. I love hearing that. But OP replied to this saying, yeah, I know I can only really support her, but I just worry a lot. I lost my mum to heart disease and I'm so scared that something will happen to Carmen. I try to remind myself that this isn't the end of the world, but I have so many intrusive thoughts about it that I feel like I have to constantly worry or else she'll die, which sucks for both of us really. And Recal says, I know you're trying to be a good friend, but you aren't your roommate's doctor, dietitian, or mum. It's not your place to get her to eat healthier if she isn't directly asking you for help with that. She has a lot going on right now with her mental health and it seems like you are adding to her problems and pressures rather than detracting from them. You're trying to help her with one thing you feel that you can provide advice for, which feels to you like you're making things better for her, but it's just taking away control from her even more. You're the arsehole, albeit a well-meaning one. 
And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Is Opie the arsehole or not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And this next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for grabbing a woman while getting off the bus? I, 26 male, work at a company around half an hour away from my house, so every morning and afternoon, I take a bus to and from work. This afternoon, the bus was particularly crowded, so it was quite loud. I ended up not hearing the driver's announcement for my stop and only realized when the driver was starting to move again. In a rush, I placed my hand down to push myself up and I accidentally put it on the thigh of the woman next to me. She seemed quite shocked and tried to move my hand away, but I gripped her even harder than before to keep my balance. She seemed visibly uncomfortable and started to stand up, which caused me to nearly fall down. I naturally shouted as it caught me by surprise and she moved to a different seat quickly. I ended up missing my stop anyway and had to get off at the next one. When I did get home, I told my girlfriend all about my day and mentioned what happened on the bus. She asked whether I had apologized or even explained what I was trying to do. I said no and now my girlfriend is pretty disappointed in me. I don't think I did anything wrong. I just wanted to get off on time, which this woman prevented me from doing. Am I the arsehole in this situation? Now, I find it hard to believe how you don't think you're the arsehole in this situation, but I gotta say, um, the fact that you placed your hand on her thigh should have been an apology in itself. Then you doubled down with a squeeze as you was trying to get up. Then it sounds like you blamed her afterwards by saying that she was in your way. So it's like you're entitled to put your hand on her leg. If you said sorry, this it would have been a completely different thing, but you didn't. You don't think you're at fault for what you did, which you clearly were. It was an accident, sure, but you should have just apologized. I had a very, it's waffle time, guys. <laughs> I had a very similar situation when it was uh, a couple of years back and before COVID and all this sort of stuff. We was going to Germany and Frankfurt for the Christmas market for our works dude. We was going to have a meeting in Germany with the team, the whole team, like the US team coming over, the China team coming over, and we was all meeting in this one location, going to the Christmas market together and having a good time and all that sort of stuff. And they bought us like the bog standard budget airline. The seats were solid plastic. It was uncomfortable. Everything rattled and it just made me nervous. I'm a nervous flyer anyway. I don't know why. I just don't like being in the air very much. <laughs> it just makes me very, very nervous. And the way there was absolutely fine. Perfect land and stuff. And the way coming back when we was coming into land at Heathrow. Oh God, the plane was wobbling. The wings were going all over the place. The 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 above compartments were all shaking, the doors were flapping open. I don't know if it was abnormal, because I don't know what abnormal like landings are like, but <laughs> there was suitcases falling out of the overhead compartments and I was lit I was I was crapping myself and I was in a row of three people. And it was a boyfriend and a girlfriend next to me. The man was sat in the middle and the girlfriend was sat next to the window and I was in the like the aisle seat. And as it started shaking, a couple of people started screaming and I was thinking, oh my God, this is it. And I put my hand on his hand and I held his hand and gripped it tight. And his girlfriend was gripping his hand, gripping his hand from the other side. And I was like, sorry, mate, sorry. And I couldn't let go. <laughs> I was just like, I was so apologetic afterwards, but I just, I was in a complete panic. I know it sounds quite, uh, it's just one of those things that I just couldn't control at that time. He was actually laughing at it and his girlfriend was laughing at me as well. Well, I was just beat red. I was embarrassed then, <laughs> but I was so scared. Yes, I'm a coward when it comes to flying. But again, in that situation, I absolutely apologized. I, I said, look, I'm so sorry for that. I don't know what happened. I don't know what came over me. I'm really sorry. And I just felt so bad for it. They were really cool about it. But, you know, even if they weren't cool, I would have still apologized because, you know, I just 
touch someone's hand. <laughs> I couldn't imagine someone just grabbing my hand and holding it and not letting go. Uh, I'd be quite uncomfortable too. So I was absolutely the asshole in the situation, but I apologize for it too. So I was an apologetic asshole. But anyway, Miss Rainey says, you're the asshole for not apologizing. Edit, also for trying to play the victim in this situation with your comment at the end of the woman prevented me from getting off the bus. It's not the woman's fault you weren't paying attention to how close your stop was. And Webby Vanderquack says, you're the asshole not for falling and grabbing the woman's leg, which was obvious an accident, but for not apologizing for what actually sounds pretty frightening from her perspective. And Peanut Buttercup 56 says, you're the asshole for not apologizing and acting as though she was at fault in any way. You didn't mean to touch her, but you did, and then you yelled at her. Doesn't matter that you're a man and she's a woman, you should have apologized regardless. But yeah, you being a man would make this even more terrifying for her, because you yelled at her after you were the one who invaded her personal space. Edit, my phone added an extra word, so I removed it. <laughs> and Bonnie Bluis says, yes, you're the asshole, and you obviously don't get what you did was wrong. You should have apologized, but more so, you should have been aware of your surroundings. You didn't need to grab that lady to get up. In quotes, she seemed quite shocked and tried to move my hand away, but I gripped it even harder than before to keep my balance. And then says, I'm sure your balance would have been fine. That's insanely creepy what you did. And a quotes again saying, I don't think I did anything wrong. I just wanted to get off in time, which this woman prevented me from doing. And then said, and you wonder why your girlfriend is disappointed. That woman didn't prevent you from getting off on time. That was all you. And Dream Queen 9103 says, are you serious? You're the asshole. You grabbed the body part of a stranger and squeezed. What would have done if this was a man? Would you have touched them? Said, oh, I'm sorry. and moved immediately. Probably. Why is your need to get off at your stop above her need to not be grabbed on the bus? And one more from EG saying, you're the asshole and you should honestly count yourself lucky that you didn't get punched because you 100% deserve to be punched for groping a stranger, accidentally or not, doubling down, not apologizing and then shouting at them. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and what would you have done in it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And if you want to support the channel further, but never any pressure to do so, please click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link in the description for Patreon and join it up there. It is super helpful to the channel and keeps us going, you know, in case YouTube one day decides to drop me. <laughs> thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.